What's going on, Anime Loungers? It's Ricky, one of your co-hosts. I'm alongside with Lance and Matt, as always. Uh, today we're covering Your Light in April, uh, aired in 2014, 22-episode anime. But before we get started, you guys know what we gotta do. Tradition, my drink of choice, Jack Daniels Single Barrel Select. Thank you, Lance, for bringing this over. Nice little three sample pack. Oh, yeah. Lance. I mean, I mean just throw this out there real quick. I, f- I just so happened to find... I mean, I'm pretty sure this was a Christmas special, you know, a select pack to buy. This was a uh, three sampler pack kind of deal. So I saw it. It's probably safe to say that pretty damn sure that this Jack Daniel sampler pack that I found was a aftermarket Christmas deal. So I thought I'm going to buy it. This sounds like awesome ass whiskey. Everything is single barrel style whiskey and it all sounds amazing and it's a great pack man it's a great gift pack yep my favorites to get we've all we've all we've already sipped off of our first you know glasses what are you drinking over there okay yeah thank you so i'm drinking the single barrel rye whiskey and i'm already a big fan of this one matt what are you drinking i am drinking the uh barrel proof which i've never actually heard of barrel proof so it's a good little introduction to that i'm usually the just regular jack daniels nothing too crazy how does that one taste it's good it's good it's got a nice it's got a kick to it definitely how strong is it uh 130 proof Thank you. And I was about to say, yeah, it's a, uh, Matt, prepare your fucking tongue because this is going to burn the shit out of it because this is, that is one strong ass whiskey. I will say it's, it doesn't go down as, as smooth as our scotches, but that's okay. I'll take, I'm good with this. So. Yep. Oh, yeah. Like I said, I appreciate it, Lance. It's a great sampler pack. Me, myself, I'm a fan of the gift sets. You know, I, I think they're cheaper than just buying the regular bottle. Yes, I 100% agree. Typically, a Christmas sampler pack is always going to be some sort sort of mm-hmm. a deal as long as you're not going to get gypped out on like some stupid ass glass Type. and oh the glass set stuff like a yeah. glass set like oh yeah you're gonna get some tiny ass bottle with a glass with and then that's it yep yeah funny story about that back that's... in my bachelor days that's all i had in my coverage <laughs> scotch glasses from yeah the yeah exactly i had a bunch of them because <laughs> Yeah, the the Christmas the Christmas sets were always a bottle, a glass, and whatever, and then you just and then maybe it. like three little samplers. Yeah, maybe depending on what the set is. Yeah, and yeah. Then your your cupboard just grew with every sampler case that you got, and you're like yeah. there you go, look at that. Jack Daniels gave him free shoutouts. Well, that that reminds me, I got the father in law a sampler pack of some bourbon from Michigan uh, distillery up in Michigan. So I need to ask Ooh. him if he's tried that yet. Oh, I was gonna say yeah, how was I, I don't know. I gotta ask him. I see him tomorrow, so we'll okay. see. What's the series name? I that's a terrible question because I don't remember. Oh, we can't <laughs> even give him a proper shout out. That's uh, what can I say? It's all right. We, we got plenty more to shout out eventually. Well, we can honestly say Wisconsin and Michigan. We support them because every beer and liquor that comes out of there, we've Pretty so deep. far liked everything that has come out. Yep. Yeah. We've tasted a lot of them. Oh, and of course, you know, got got some spotted cow going. As yeah, well. we didn't even talk about our chasers. We always oh, yeah, have our our chasers. chasers. Me and Matt are chasing with the uh, Wisconsin spotted cow and Ricky. Silver bullet, baby. <laughs> He's he loves a silver bullet. All right, where are we off to now? Synopsis? Now it is synopsis time. All right, so I'm going to handle the synopsis for this one. Uh, for your lie in April is about a piano prodigy named Kosei, and you come to find out that he hasn't played for two years. He sees his whole life in monotone until he one day he meets Kaori 
and starts seeing everything in color. She helps bring him back into the piano worlds and you come to find out that she actually has an illness and she's in the hospital all the time and you just kind of go along with the Kause, Kose. Kose's life in the year that happens. So yeah, Lance, why don't you give us our Lance's lessons for this episode? Sure, before we get any further into the story, let's just jump into Lance's lessons. Today's Lance's Lessons is the Japanese word for music. It is ongaku. That is spelt O-N-G-A-K-U. Ongaku. And that is the Japanese word for music, which is obviously fitting because this entire anime is revolving around music. All right, so, so I will say for everybody out there, I'm the one that recommended this just because one i wanted to try something a little bit different <laughs> i know a lot of us are a lot of our episodes have been shonen and or much more fast-paced style anime mm-hmm. and i notice i have a good buddy from high school that recommended this and anytime you want to give him a shout out yeah i can give my buddy danny a shout out i know he's super excited about us talking about this so there you go danny yeah i'm not bad mouthing this anime but i do want to want to talk a little bit of shit <laughs> so we're used to you know Just remember we are a positive, oh, no, we're, we're, a, we're a positive, positive podcast, podcast. We, yeah, love, yeah. we love anime we love what we watch you know this is, this is why we do it but give a brother a little warning man. <laughs> <laughs> the oh, only reason man. i'm saying is i'm expecting so we've been watching all these other animes, you know, action, action, action. Yeah. I'm watching this. I'm watching it with my wife. I'm like, all right. You know, Matt recommended this one. It's got to be action. It's, it's got to be action. <laughs> and I'm waiting for it. And I'm like, and I have it in my notes. I'm like, did this motherfucker just put me on a love story? <laughs> I know rom-com? Yeah. Oh, bro. But, you know, positive. I love it. I did like this anime. But give me some warning next time. <laughs> I, I think that's, uh, I kind of steered you guys slightly wrong just in the fact that I didn't inform you that this is not shonen or anything along those lines. So you can mentally prepare for something a little bit different. That's probably what I should have told you guys. Yeah, I was expecting in the piano to go off with some laser beams <laughs> and like something's going to happen. Nope. 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 It's nope. just beautiful music. <laughs> uh, to be honest, personally, I listen to a lot of other people, like years before we started a podcast, years before... I will listen to other people's podcasts. This is what, a 2014 anime? Yep. Yep. Yeah, so this was... Today, we're recording in March of 2022. Obviously, this isn't going to be launched for another six weeks, but this released in 2014, 15. 14, 15. So when I listened to other podcasts talk, they would talk about how sad this anime was. Yep. So I already had the spoiler alert that this was going to be something sad to get into. And Matt, you suggested, I mean... Not that I had any objections to this, because obviously this is one of the top anime to watch. Especially in this category of anime, yes. In a slice of life type of forum. Yep. Um, This is one of the most talked about anime. Neither of us had talked about it or seen it. Yeah, I hadn't seen it. None of us saw it. So we all saw this. And I don't know about you guys, but like I just said, through what I had previously learned, that this was already sad to begin with. What did you guys think 
I mean, I guess that's kind of a bad thing to kind of get into because like I just said, I was spoiled getting into this. Yeah. Were you guys emotionally attacked with this anime? Let's just jump right into the end. Ricky, what did you get emotionally invested in in this or not uh, as much? I think the story was told beautifully. Yep. It's just not my type of genre. Okay. It's understandable. So, yeah. But like, I'm not dogging on it. Like, it's 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 great. Like, it was a beautifully told story. I Honestly, I love the music in it. I like yeah. classical shit like that. But, you know, I, I didn't get too attached. It's a very popular anime. And it, and it shows why. Just because of the story, how it's played out and how it's presented. Yep. You know, very popular. But, no, I didn't get attached. Matt? I will say I got a little in my feels about it. It definitely got a little. It's like, oh, man, I didn't think. Because I didn't know how it ended. So, yeah. Did you come into this blank, I gave blank slated like zero all no i knew idea. all i knew is that it was like a kind of a rom-com kind of slice of life type of anime so i didn't know anything pizza's here <laughs> we are going to take a beer run a beer run. break now we're back from our beer run slash pizza break yeah so i came into this thinking you know it's gonna be a happy go lucky like everybody was gonna there was no sad sad parts i didn't know it was gonna be sad so when i found out that that cowrie was in the hospital sick and going into surgery and then she disappears i'm just like oh fuck that's that's a no-no oh man she died (laughs) oh no oh man that's that's sad like i I definitely got a little, like I said, a little in my feels about it because I didn't think that was going to happen. Um, I'm going to be the one to be the Debbie Downer. <laughs> and I'm just going to say this because I was told, not that I was told personally, but like everybody who talks about this show always says that this is a very sad anime. So when we started watching this, I was 100% prepared to wait for the sadness to happen. Okay. And the moment that we saw Kauri with her stash of pills in that one scene, that was probably in like episode, like, I don't know. I, I can go through my notes. It was, through, it was yeah. like five, six, seven, somewhere around there. I mean, it was relatively short enough to that we can understand that something was going to be wrong very soon. Yep. Mm-hmm. But the goddamn internet is what spoiled it for me. And they said, like, <laughs> like I said, someone's going to die. I mean, they didn't say that point blank, but like, dude, you you just knew. Yep. And as soon as I saw those pills, I knew immediately that obviously this main character, Kaori, was going to be the one that was going to die. And that sucked ass because (laughs) we saw that our main character, Kose, he, I mean... He didn't immediately fall in love with her at first point, but like he had an attraction for her music talents. You know, and that's cool. That's awesome. He had an infatuation with her to begin with. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. It was was not expecting it. And then, I mean, I will say this was 100% not for everybody. Just like any other anime, it's not mm. going to be for everybody. Ricky, I completely understand. It's like you want, you want action and a good story, not just a really good story. And this isn't necessarily part of that. I know my wife, she. <laughs> kept getting all frustrated because they would bring anime aspects into the piano competitions yeah just the whole making it super like dramatic you could say (laughs) they would bring for sure every moment was super dramatic out of nowhere yep in terms of music but like 
I don't know how to describe this, but like, how can you make music dramatic in terms of like shonen? Because it's all I'm, I'm not I'm not hundred percent sure, but I think this manga might have been considered shonen in terms of its release dates. That's just one source I heard. I can't say for sure. Matt, can you say anything? You're the manga guy. I will have to look into that. I did not. Oh. Okay, we don't we don't have to like dive too deep into this. I mean, no, you can look no. into it at the moment, but at at this moment right now, it was one source that I heard. So, so I got one for you. Favorite character, Lance. What was your favorite out of everybody in the show? Favorite character. Um, I am. I'm gonna say I'm slightly prepared for this because I am kind of juggling between two. And at the moment, I'm going to choose Subaki. I'm going to choose the female neighbor friend. The girl next door. The girl next door. Subaki. And I choose her because, oddly enough, I feel like she is the one that had more of a realistic, like, round story. Like, I mean... I mean, I know my, I know our viewers aren't looking at me <laughs> throwing my arms all around right now. Is so it's really fucking weird. Anyway, Subaki is the one who has her history with uh, Kosei has always had this super awesome relationship. Even though at the time they might consider themselves like bro and sis, like hey bro, I'm against this ladder. No, I'm kidding. Anyway. <laughs> they've always had this super awesome relationship that you you just assumed that Subaki was always going to be plan B in terms of like uh like yeah of course they're he's going to fall in love with uh Kaori and then you just imagine that Kaori was going to be like yeah I'm going to move on and then because Subaki was so hardcore interested in our main character that they were just going to be a Holy crap, there was just so many freaking triangles going on between love <laughs> cycles. Seriously. It was, it was, you didn't know who to root for because you loved, you really, really wanted our main character to go for Kaori, the blonde girl. You, yep. you wanted that to work out because we knew something bad was going to happen when we didn't necessarily know at the time. But at the same time, we saw that Subaki was hurting on the inside because she was also feeling for him. Yep. And, and you know, you know, shit just sucked. And then, I mean, technically, if you wanted to really try and throw that out there, you had Emmy as well. Emmy? Yeah, Emmy. Yeah, Emmy does in love well, with... Emmy, Emmy was one of the rivals. Yes. Emmy, Emmy was, was a rival who... Who loved Anima, though. She, she, she had an affection for him. She, but it was one of those where she wanted him to be his true self because that helped bring out her true self. Yeah, right. Yep. Um, Matt, who's your favorite? I would I would probably just go with uh, Takashi. Takashi? Oh. I, I liked him. He, he was great. Um, Takashi? No, no, no. Is it Takashi or Takashi? Here, let's get the pronunciation. Yeah, Lance is a stickler about yeah, I'm this. Yeah, I'm a stickler for pronunciations. Takashi. You gotta put the emphasis on the ka. Anyway, Takashi. Um, I'm, okay, for all you American people, Takashi is the uh, super lame-ass rapper Takashi69. <laughs> you can forget about him. Let's just go to <laughs> Japanese culture. Forget about him. Let's just jump over him. Takashi. Yes, Takashi. And then... It's it's funny. I'm looking up a character list, and one of his tags is a uh, anti gravity hair. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I wanted to bring up. I don't know about you guys, but have you have either of you played Kingdom Hearts? Yeah. Yep. Ricky, I know so, you. Uh, I know. 
Yes. Yeah. I know. I I don't know if you did personally, but I remember you in our childhood telling us that your brother was super Huge. hardcore into Huge. childhood. Okay. So you just said it right there. You Sora. <laughs> yep. In my notes, I put fucking Sora, <laughs> blonde Sora. That's what I put in my notes. He, for some reason, the first person that I thought of right away is from Digimon. You thought Digimon right away? Yeah. I mean, it's not, not too far not off. Not Ty, but his rival. What's his name? Oh, man. With Gabimon. Yep. I know the Digimon. Well, I can't remember the <laughs> fucking human. I mean, screw the human. Yeah, that's what he reminded me of. But, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so, so Takashi is is my favorite. I'm, I'm there with you. Takashi is very cool, yeah. I'm yeah. there with you. Both of you like Takashi? Um, he was just... I liked him because he looked up to... Well, I wouldn't really even say looked up to Kosei, but just the fact... Evil rivalry. Like, he just... He wanted to beat him. Yeah. It it was... Yeah, he wanted wanted to beat him, and then he wanted to... He wouldn't go overseas, wouldn't do anything but stay in Japan. That was Mm -hmm. the crazy part. Like, he refused to go overseas Mm -hmm. just so he had the opportunity to potentially play against kosei and beat him like all he wanted his only goal in life was to beat kosei right yeah that 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 really hit hard i like how they displayed that i like how they told that story yeah about him like growing up and just idolizing him idolizing him because he's he's basically a machine like this dude's perfect and Mm -hmm. he just wants to beat him and and just like you said for him to risk potentially being bigger you know going overseas and being being a big star he risked it to because he heard that Adima was gonna sign up, not, not that it was locked down already. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Back in back in that specific it, title. Yeah. Right. Because yeah, because back they were all five years old when they all heard each other play. Yep. I mean, which we can we can talk about when everybody was fucking five years old. Because well, I, I want to talk about that a little bit because it mm-hmm. might and this, not, not when they were five, but when they were little. They showed like the same. No, when they yeah. Were little. Th- that was when they they made mention when they were all. Five years old is when Arima first played. Yep. But the last time that he played, the last time he played, the the first time, yeah, the first time that he played was when he influenced everybody. Yeah, five. It was when there were five. Yeah. No, but what I'm talking about is like, how do you go from the difference from like, okay, we just saw, whoa, we saw the OVA, by the way. Yeah, we saw the OVA. Yes. And then, oh, there is an OVA for the show. But you see the scene where. He inspires them. He's five years old. Yep. They're still the same little size. Yep. Because everyone's a little child. Yeah. But in the, in, in the okay. from his last performance up until like he starts performing again, I think two years passed, right? Um, he, like, so between so had he, that he was eleven the for his last performance, and then I think they say it was two years, but I'm pretty sure he was fourteen when he performed again. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was. Two, it was two years. But so when he was fourteen is when he broke down and gave no, up. when he was eleven was when he broke down yeah. and gave up. And oh. then I want to say he was fourteen, but they say it was two years. So we'll, I guess we'll go with thirteen. Well, I mean, yeah. when we begin, he was a last year for middle school. I I don't know what that means for like us Americans. Us Americans, middle school ends at eighth grade. Yep, I'm assuming. And that's like fourteen, fifteen. Fourteen is freshman year of high school. Well, I was fifteen, so well, it's fourteen, fifteen, depending depending on when you were born. When yeah, I'm talking about freshman year high school. You're talking about the last grade of middle school. Yeah, I know. I was fifteen when when we were in high school. Oh, so you're a late bloomer. All right, so, <laughs> we'll go with that. So it it really just depends. 
But what I was trying to get at is just the size difference from being a little ass kid when he melted down, and two years later, this dude shot. Well, all of them shot up, and now they're like full blown teenagers. Well, I mean that's pretty. Anime at our job now. Anime logic. Anime logic. <laughs> because I mean, you go like look at any other show, they're all 14, 15 years old yeah. when you go watch anime. So, or yeah. I wouldn't say all of them, but most, a lot of them. Like Yu Yu Hakusho, he's 14. Um, Bleach. That, that makes me so mad. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we're not talking about Yu Yu Hakusho. We're, no. talking, we're talking about Bleach, he's 14. Um, you stop making me mad, Matt. We're talking... <laughs> <laughs> Both times we're not talking. Oh my god! My Hero Academia. He's fourteen. Stop. Like every every... Hey, fourteen is my favorite number. So I'm liking it. <laughs> so it, it it's just a apparently that's the age. Like fourteen is the age in which you're oh my god. looking like an adult. Get your shit together. <laughs> you're not that strong. <laughs> but we love every single episode of every single series. Oh. <laughs> I just, I just, it's okay, I just let's. do wish that you know. I love, I love Yu Hakusho. I love Bleach. I love My Hero. Let's, let's just make them fucking adults. I, I'm pretty sure. Oh, let's just make them adults. Black Clover. He's, he's the same. Around he's the also same. a fucking child. Yeah. Yes, Te- technically. But you have to think. So Sh- Shonen is. I don't want to say it's for children, but it's geared more towards and, you know and teenagers. That's, that's and, what it really is. Is so that Shonen is. For children, and well, that's for teenagers. Well, teenagers, mature, mature, not mature audience. It, it's for you know that I mean, high school. They're age. not watching bloodshed and whatnot. They're just watching some know, fucking some of this anime gets badass battle action. Which is why I'm. I mean, I don't know about you guys. I mean, I'll talk. I'll I'll talk about Attack on Titan in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about. Your lie in April, and so fourteen is just a, a generic. I don't know. I don't want to say. Oh, just typical. Fourteen is your your average age when it comes to maturity in quotations, and as far as tip your average mature maturation period. So that that's why they they look that age. Right. So to keep on par with what we typically do. Yep. So we said favorite characters, but we can. So we have just to go. With what we normally do, we always talk about our favorite characters, and obviously we don't have a favorite fight scene. But we can say, what was our favorite musical, like, uh, recital? Ooh, the first one. The first one? Episode two. And and I, I wrote it down... As I was watching it, and I haven't been able to like catch another another song or anything that like just I liked so much. Okay, but episode two, the song I don't know what song it was. I'm sorry, but the song that Cowrie, Cowrie, yep, that she plays, Kauri, uh, the one with Cowrie and Kose, or no, just, just by herself. Okay, she was in the violin by herself. She was just oh. fucking. Yep, that was killing it. Oh, she was. She, she definitely. That made was it my favorite. Well, before we get too much further, what do you guys like better? If you were to describe, not not even describe, but if you were to choose between if you needed to listen to 24 hours of piano or 24 hours of violin, what would you choose? Ricky. Ooh, I go piano, man. I, I, I just love how you can change it up. Huh? And I know you can do that with violin, but with the piano, if, to my knowledge, I'm, and I'm not an expert in mean, any of this. this. This anime was piano-centered. I mean, we, but, we could learn that you could put the intensity behind each pressure of a 
of a mm-hmm. key. Yeah, so, so I'll go piano, Matt. I will also go piano, but I will go with the fact that I am not very musically. That's the wrong way. I did not play instruments growing up because I just couldn't do it. Tried, couldn't do it. Tried playing the guitar, couldn't do it. Couldn't <laughs> recorder as 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 far as I got. <laughs> When I got given the option between playing an instrument or going to choir, I went to choir because I was like, I am can't do it. Yeah, <laughs> Matt's middle school teacher was like, you you can't even play this recorder properly. We're just going to send you to the, I don't want you in my class. Go go sing. Go, go to choir. And then, of course, in go sixth grade. Go ruin that class. My, my voice was too deep for a, a sixth grade person, so I did not sing. I love you deeply. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> kind of at least comparatively to <laughs> i mean we were all there we're all we're all that punk style <laughs> C- compared to any of the other sixth grade boys that w- my voice was much deeper than theirs so so I- that's the route you took you you eventually went choir i went choir in sixth grade and I did choir i did choir in sixth grade too. damn i did not have to i think i only had to do like one recital because it was with everybody else. But like when you had to go like just the boys, <laughs> yeah. I, I couldn't sing. I was not the only person that couldn't sing, but I couldn't sing because our pitch was too different compared to everybody else's. Matt was in the background. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Tarzan. Lance, what, what about you? Piano uh, or violin? I would choose violin. Okay. And that's because I have a strong affection for Lindsey Sterling. Oh, I like her a okay. lot. Okay. Yep. Ooh. Uh, Are you the one that introduced me there? Maybe, maybe. Well, I think actually, I, yep, yep, that's right. Yes. In, in, Damn, full in my bug eye. Did you guys yeah, see her? No, no, we were listening to her in my car. Oh, in the bug eye. Yeah. Okay, um, that's right. I forgot about that. Yep. So I got introduced to Lindsey Sterling through. Okay, here's the deal. My cousin was seeing some random ass girl <laughs> that kind of listened to her, and he knew that I was a softy, and I would. Listen. He knew that I would listen to this quote unquote crap. So I listened to him like, yeah, I fucking love this. And I started listening to Lindsay Sterling's. This is back when her first album oh, yeah. just oh, yeah. dropped. Yep. I don't know. Back in the She's early badass, bro. Early 2010s. I don't know. Something around Basically that. Basically, a, um, a realistic version of Cowrie. Like, if she were to yeah. have grown up, I could, I feel like. Like, that's what yeah, Lindsay Sterling into. was like super hardcore traditional plus a little bit of like her own style. She had that um electronic electronica style yeah, techno she, techno yeah. She had that she made her own shit up. Oh yeah. Her own genre basically. Yep. And whatever that beat was, she had those drops. And those drops made me push to the next level on the treadmill. <laughs> like, she had that techno-ness. And it just it just made me... She gave me that energy to just work out harder. I don't know. It was so weird. Like, not in, like, a muscle way, but in, like, a cardio way. I don't it, know, yeah. bro. I'm pretty sure you're describing this whole anime in your own personal life. <laughs> <laughs> Animo over here loves thoroughly. Okay, well... Well, here's another concept. Now that we're talking about just this anime in general, 
Um, Ricky, I know that you are the one being my proofreader for my side project as a book. I want to be an author. When I wrote my chapters, I would listen to classical music, pour a tall glass of scotch, and then that is the recipe for me writing the next couple chapters of the book that I'm currently writing. And watching this episode by episode... You going to start writing again? It, it made me want to start writing again. Good, good. I'm, I'm looking forward to those I know. chapters. And here's, you know, here's the deal: like work slowing down just, a, just a little bit. You know, <laughs> overtime is starting to get your week off and done. on. I'm there, and I'm getting there. And I was, I was just about to start. Good, you know, I was what? I'm just excited. about to start writing again. I'm excited for that because I was actually thinking about that not too long ago. I, I didn't talk to my wife about it, but it was just in my head. I'm like, you know what? It's been a minute since I got those chapters. Yes, I was going to bring it up, and dude, it's been over here. But you know what? what uh, honestly, what the uh, the push was was classical music. That is, I I would back then. This was like at this moment today, four years ago, I go on Pandora. Yes, that's how old this. <laughs> that's how long ago I started watching. I would go on Pandora, I would type in Mozart, and I would let Mozart play its classical music radio. I'd have a glass of scotch on my side, I would drink, and I would type, and then I would go through like a chapter or two a night. As long as the as long as I was personally enveloped in myself, dude, I could type all night long. Well I hope this I hope this anime inspired you to start. And it video. did in a tiny sense. It's just the sad <laughs> Unfortunately the sad fact is that I'm just so goddamn busy. No, understandable. But don't I mean it didn't get me wrong. Like I'm there. I just I just need the time. You drop it off whenever you can, man. And I, I'll continue. And uh, as for our listeners, uh, our future listeners, especially when you see a Lance Rome title on a uh, fictional book, please su- please support me. Five five years down the road. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Hey, it doesn't matter how long it takes, as long as it gets done. Exactly. That's that's all that matters. One day, I'm I'm gonna get it out. I'm going to get it out, and it's it's going to be my Lance Rome, co-founder of Anime Lounge. Yeah, I mean, we'll hell yeah, man! I'm excited. Yeah, that'll be that'll Super be excited. probably the first book I read. And at that point, it'll probably be like 20 years. But you know, <laughs> first book, all, all Matt does is read manga. Hey, that's happen. that's a lot of reading. I'm just no throwing not, that out there. Hell no, I'm not. I'm, trust me, I know you were talking about so many fucking chapters for what was the what was the longest one that we've done like that you had to read uh, like hundred some chapters just to cover season one. So that'll be no it was season two of Promise Neverland. Oof. So, because this is going to come out before Promised Neverland, I will not throw out that spoiler, but it was a lot. Yeah, was... so, but yeah, I know it takes a lot, man. Yeah. And you do your fucking thing. I, I don't read that much. <laughs> Let's just say that. Uh, so, Lance, I know you had asked your question, but you never answered mine. What was your favorite event or recital competition? Which Ooh. one was your favorite? Um, there, I did have two in mind. Okay. Um. Stupidly enough, I'm being put on the spot, but the the one that comes to mind is gonna be like the second to final episode is when Kosei is sitting there playing his heart out, and then while he's playing his heart out, we see that Kaori is slowly like fading away. Yep. Like I I think there's so much emotional stuff. 
I mean, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, there's so much emotional impact into that moment that, like, she she is the one that is slowly dissipating, and he's just sitting there playing the piano emotionally with with full emotion, hoping she can hear him, hoping she can hear. Him. But at the same time, he's he's playing at the same intensity. That's another thing I wanted to bring up was that like. He's playing at the intensity for her that he played for his mom at like episode like what nine ten eleven somewhere around there where like yeah he wanted to give up everything like anyway he he just had that moment to himself where like drowning which is also another thing that we could talk about is him drowning in his own deal was an own his own concept but like oh yeah we were talking about that off air yeah is that like uh not a regular thing but is that like it's like a ptsd kind yeah. of thing it, i tried googling it the best thing i can think of is it's it's depression slash ptsd it's it's something that it, it's it's a personal thing mm. that you envelop in yourself and i mean you can take a personal problem and put blame i, I don't want to make this sound like a bad thing like like if i say that you take this concept and put blame into one thing like maybe more too far i I can cut this out like i can see it just kind of so just dealing with depression and then you know ptsd you're gonna fixate on something and then you're gonna kind of go down almost go down that rabbit hole where yeah you're doing something but you're not actually doing it Mm -hmm. and so then he is correlating the piano because he can hear it at first and then eventually he almost gets that tunnel vision where nothing nothing's happening anymore like yeah he's still he's still there physically but he's not there emotionally mentally he's not there anymore so right. it's just that depression ptsd kind of thing and yeah, it's back bringing that up is this, this anime just can be well it is a great anime for like mental mental health awareness yeah you know because that's obviously a huge thing you know yes. people don't really talk about too much but seriously it that's kind of how I thought of it. Like, okay, this kid suffered so much trauma. You know, his fucking mom beat the shit out of him. Yeah. His mom did a shit ton of things to him that just fucked him up in the head. So much trauma that while he starts to play, he eventually blocks out the music. The music. Yep. Blocks out what he's playing and just. But in all reality, you know, it's not like a. It's like it is a physical thing in a sense, but it's not like he's not physically deaf or whatever. It's just a mental state where you know he just he feels like he's underwater and he can't hear his his keys. And then it's also one of those things where they they bring it up in the anime where the mom just has all this regret where she can't do anything. So then she just kind of lies this out on X like she's not you right because you see this they turn it around where mid anime they make us feel for the mom mm-hmm. because yep. mom is the one I'm the one who's suffering and I just want my son to be the one to prosper for himself and through a child's eyes all he sees is suffering but through the mom's eyes you're seeing I want him to be someone who he can grow up to be self-sufficient and live a life by himself so that he's not going to be someone who has to rely on somebody who's not oh, uh, she, she's not going to be there for him as he yeah. as he but that's every up. parent's dream you know yeah. to, to, for them to be self-sufficient to be independent but she but goes the moment, she goes to the extreme beca- oh, because yeah. she's not going to know this she's not going to know this child as an adult so or she even, has to give him as many life lessons as possible or even as a teenager, I mean, she's... She, yeah, because he, he was... She oh, died at the age of what? 
11 ish 11 11 yeah. so she you see that regret that she has now when i can say none of us are condoning what she's doing now obviously it's not a Hell no. a good thing that that she did this but yeah, i mean you can go so many angles you yeah. can sympathize with the fact that right. she's trying to absolutely produce essentially a life's worth of lessons in a short amount of time a, an extremely probably a year if i had to guess yeah, probably like a year or so a year or two very short and that's i as a parent i couldn't imagine trying to i mean like knowing you're going out what we started learning throughout uh the second half of the season was that most of the musical efforts start happening after the age of five yeah so we can't do they do a lot of flashbacks to the age of five of when our main character was playing on the piano and then we had the rivals and then we had even uh kose the blondie the girl yep she was even in the same exact audience she started following about cowdy cowdy sorry i I said kose i meant cowdy yes Kauri was in the same exact audience. Every every character that we know as a viewer, it was in that audience as a five year old. Yeah, which is in a in a way weird. I mean, sure, well, you everybody needs a starting point. I can accept that, but like they're all in the same world because Kauri was playing piano at the time. At the time, yes. And then obviously you're gonna have um, Takashi and Emmy are both play are both in piano. Who are the rivals? The yep. the blonde headed and the female rival. Yeah. Subaki is the next door neighbor. Subaki is the next door. Watery neighbor. is just their childhood friend. A childhood friend, and then Seto is the mom's friend. So of course she's going to be there, and she's the she's like a babysitter. Well, so she's not a baby. She kind of is a babysitter, but only Seto Hiori. Yeah, no, it's famous Hiroko. It's Hiroko. Hiroko. Yeah, she is. I don't have. I don't have the. She's sorry. I don't have the uh, thing pulled up. I just have it in my notes. I just remember. Yeah, the Japan's number one pianist. Pianist was. Was Seto. Yeah, sorry, I wrote like Hiroko. So, yeah, so she's obviously going to be friends with uh, the mom because she is also a pianist. And I think they said they went to school together or something along those something lines. Like yeah, they knew each other. Somewhere. Yeah, they, they've known each other for a long time. So that's that's why she's in. I mean, it's a good way to be able to bind everybody together, in a sense. You're, you're doing this huge competition. And then, of course, all these people are going to be there because either they're a part of it or they're intertwined into the characters some way or another. Yeah. And I will, Lance, I'll agree with you. I think the last one is probably my favorite competition just because the, the raw emotion that was in it, you have, I know, what was it? That the third one, the one where Cowrie makes um, Kosei do it by himself or actually compete. Is that the third one? I think because they were supposed to compete together, but she left them hanging because she had to go to the hospital. That the final scene, no. That was the gala. So that was the fourth one. I think there was five total. The, the second to final time he played by himself because was by she himself. was supposed to be yeah. there. Oh, so, uh, but the competition where he's by himself that he gets disqualified because he stops in the middle of it. The one where he's saying goodbye to his mom. Oh yeah, yeah. that's I like think, episode ten. Yeah, I think that I yeah, think that's, that's titled goodbye. That was the one where Kauri fainted and. 
dished dished out on them, right? Yeah, she was she wasn't there. Right. That's but that wasn't that wasn't the gala where she was supposed she was supposed to be there. She just wasn't there. Okay. Wait, I thought that I thought that was when she was supposed to be there. No. The, uh, no there's two there's two differences where one she was supposed to play with them and one she was supposed to be in the audience. So yeah, she the Love Sorrow? Love Sorrow. All that's the one that she was supposed to be that was, yeah, that was the gala. Yeah, that's all that, that's all I want to say is the one the Love Sorrow song yep. was supposed to be a duet. Yep. But Kari Kari fainted. Yep. Went to the hospital and So that was after that one. Okay, so you're talking about later. Yes. So 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 this afterwards would have been an individual song because he apologizes to Cowrie for not going to the hospital. So then he says that he'll do anything to make it up for her, and so then she says that she wants him to join or be a part of this competition. That's what for it is. Only for piano. Yes, only for piano. Yeah. That's that's what it was. So it was after the comp. It was the violinist competition. So technically, we were thinking of two different ones. So the violinist competition, which was Cowrie's competition, where he was her accompanist. 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 And that was the one where that little kid. Yeah. <laughs> it, that bratty little kid. Yeah, the oh, the bratty yeah. know-it-all kid, or the bratty. It was a, essentially Kose Junior. Yes. Because he was he was but, the one that well, wanted. You can't every, really be mad. At him, you, bro. you can't be because, because he was Kose Junior. Well, no, not even sh- that. But for him, because they asked him like to switch time so uh, Calvary can get there. Oh yeah, I mean you can't blame him. Like yeah, of course he was given the chance to shine. So why would you give up your chance to shine? Exactly. So I think that's what his name is. The child. Yeah. The little. The little. little The violinist. The little brat. Yes. I think he's a brat, but he had the right. He had the right to. No. Yeah. He had. Understandable. It's he wanted to be last because he was the most important person. Yep. And completely understandable. Yep, don't blame him at all. So it was the one after that competition. Like that one had a lot of emotion because that was the one where he sees his mother and he's, you know, saying goodbye to his, like officially being able to let go of the negative connotation of playing piano. Yes, thus, from what I remember, the song that Kauri was not there to handle the song with him because Kosei was always looking to that specific spot where his mom was supposed to be. Yep. And then, I mean, I don't know. I, I guess I'm kind of killing it. <laughs> I would say that one or his the final episode was well, technically it's the second to last episode, but that event is probably my favorite just because it's got them got more emotion than the one where he's doing his first actual competition in two years and he plays all the way through and you you know you get to see kauri and kose play have their duet even though they don't actually have their duet but have a duet one last time yeah envisioning it because that's where his heart is and he feels it yep that's what he wants yep exactly and it was beautiful it was like i said i got my i got my feels as they (laughs) like to say like I said before, man, it's just, it's beautifully drawn out, it's beautifully told. It's yep. a great story. One of my favorite things was, I like how, especially in manga, they have real places. They just draw it out. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, so they have like, so a real house would be drawn out. So if I, if I go to Japan, I can take a shot, like a picture, and then find find it in the anime. Yep. Yeah. That's one of my favorite things. Bro, one of my life goals is to buy one of those houses, so I can just brag that 
that's my house. It's an anatomy. <laughs> you know, here it is. I want to buy one of those background houses. You you want one of those? Um, okay, well, from what little research that I know personally is that those are like essentially cardboard houses. They're super cheap. They're super awesome, whatever. You can, depending on where you buy them in the city, whatever. We're, we're spoiled here in America. I hope you know this. <laughs> but if you're going to go and try to expect any kind of similarity with what we expect in a house to those Bro, apartments. My goal, my goal is to literally buy it, and that's my house. <laughs> like, I don't even have to go there. I'm just going to buy that. it, and I own that house. That's, that's fine. Hey, that house is an anatomy. That's my house. That's, the only thing I'm saying is apparently it's super common for the slightest spark to start a fire and house fires are so entirely common that it, that's why things, I mean, I'm not going to go too in depth with things that I've heard on the side because I'm not, I'm not the person. Don't listen to me, viewers. Don't listen to me. All, All right, right. Let's, uh, let's. But apparently it's it's gonna be it's gonna be cost. Just keep in mind the risks of living outside of the states. I move. Point blank. I, that's what it is. Property. Just just keep in mind things aren't always what they seem. I will say I'd love to visit Japan. I, that oh, that absolutely. is a life goal. Visit Japan. Point One. blank. That is exactly what I want to do. And it will happen one of my days. You uh, should have told your future wife that that's what you should have gone. It's Japan. Oh, no, she fully knows and understands that that's exactly what I want. <laughs> and I told her that's what I want to do for my bachelor party. But, <laughs> oh, oh, she, okay. but I ah. knew that she knew that I knew that it was not possible because I would have been the only one that would basically been going. Because uh, it's going to be expensive as fuck. Oh, shit. Fuck yeah. Yeah. That's super expensive. I yeah. couldn't imagine. And if I'm going to do it, I'm not going to go for an extended weekend. I'm, I'm going to go for like a week or two at a time. Oh, yeah. I'm going to spend a lot of time in Japan. And a lot of money. And a lot of money. <laughs> Japan, Japan needs money. They're not making babies. They One need, day, bro. They need money. Mark my words. One day, once you get big enough, Anime Lounge Podcast, live in Japan. That That is live. a life goal. That is a life goal. Live in Japan. Just, you know, just make sure you uh, Instagram... <laughs> Our social media. We'll get things. We'll get things going. I, I'll, I will say it was a life goal before this podcast became a thing, and I will go there one day. I'm super jealous of our buddy Ricky, who you know got to spend lots of time in Japan, and then you know he doesn't even he didn't he doesn't even enjoy. Yeah, he didn't even enjoy it. But I mean, the cars too. That he enjoyed oh, the cars absolutely. Absolutely, that's another big perk. Yes, we'll make it out there one day. Just all right. So to go back to your lion, April. It is the artwork. That's something I wanted to talk about too. It's just the artwork when it came to the competitions slash recitals, and then just how all the people were drawn. They were very original. Just artwork in general. Yeah, just the artwork, the anime style. It was. Um, I thought the artwork was phenomenal. Uh, the first thing to come to my mind about beautiful artwork was when Kose was playing piano with the cherry blossoms in the background. Yep. They did it twice. I don't know if you guys noticed, but like they did the same exact scene in like the first half of the series and the second half of the series. Anyway, but they did the same scenery where Kose was playing piano in front of a cherry blossom tree. Shit was falling down. I mean, it was a beautiful screenshot. Yeah. <laughs> 
And that's what I take for myself. Yeah, it's, it was very colorful and bright. That's what I enjoyed it too. Yeah, it wasn't so dark. It's you know, it's like the action. Some of the action animes, you know, that we have. Some dark scenery and this and that. I mean, I don't, I don't want to get too off base on what Matt was just saying, but Ricky saying colorful and bright and dark. I mean, there was, there was so many times in this anime that Kose was talking about being pulled out of the dark and but being see, pulled actually, into the I'm, bright. I'm glad you brought that up because they only, they did, they did reference. You know, obviously he was, he was seeing monotone. Yeah. And because, but that's that's the only time. And then once he met Kaori, they like forgot everything about that. Yeah, because he was essentially trapped in his own depression. And Kause, oh sorry, not Kause, Kose, Kaori, Kaori, oh Kaori, okay. Blondie, the little girl Kaori. Uh, she came into his life. Brought he he made mention almost every other episode that Kaori is the one that brought color and excitement into his life. Yep. And if it wasn't every ep- every other episode, like, dude, it was literally every episode that he made very plain fact that Kaori was the one that brought color into his life. Yep. Which is totally fine. I mean, I mean, it was super cool to see uh, Kose get super confident in himself as a growing child. You know, he was. Um, Good, good character development. He got out of his own... Essentially got out of his own head. Yeah, basically. I mean, he even got to the point where he was even confident in teaching piano himself. Yep. And he was giving life lessons to... I mean, he didn't know himself, but his rival, um, Takashi, yep. his sister... Uh, Nagi. Nagi. You know, so there was, there was that little interweaving kind of deal going on. And... And it was all good fun for us watchers. Yep. And she fell in love with him, which was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, that was a little bit awkward. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, Takashi, right? Takashi? Takashi, the blonde Sora-looking guy. Yeah. He kind of calls him. I was like, you better not. What do you, what do you say? You better not try to pull something on my sister. Yeah. Like, Don't fall in love with my sister. And, like, I'm not going to fall in love with her. So, well, well, she's not good enough for you? Like, she's not good. <laughs> like, like, he went on both sides of the story. Yeah. Like, <laughs> It's either she's not good enough or she's too good enough. <laughs> Don't. But, but at the same time, he wants her to be accepted, even though he doesn't even know what he... Oh, here's one that I didn't ask. Uh, what do you think Kauri was sick of? Like, what was her disease? What was her illness? Ooh, officially. Because they never officially gave mm-hmm. a real title to her what finality. Oh, what's the word? Cancer? <laughs> It could, I could see cancer, though. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought at first. Um, yeah, I think that's what I was thinking as well. What's the abbreviation for Lou Gehrig's disease? LCS? Yeah, LCS. Um, One of my... You guys know him, too. One of our... Mutual friends. Mutual friends that we know that we're not going to mention. His mom died of LCS, Lou, Lou Gehrig's disease. Okay. Um, and that's... The basic breakdown of that is just muscle degeneration. Yep. And that's what I thought this was. I can say that. I think... Um, because we, we saw Kauri walking down a hallway, and oh, all of a sudden, she just gave out, and she's like, oh, why did I lose... Why did I lose control of my muscles and my legs? Like, she was confused. Like, I don't know. We would, I assume all three of us listened to that moment yeah. in English. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was... I'm not going to lie, man. I was thinking about that. Like, that would happen to you. That'd be fucking scary. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. 
and yeah um yeah i can't imagine so ricky what would you think slash find out if you had looked into it i thought it was cancer at first like some type of cancer just because of all the shit that was going on the one thing that threw me off was when she fell walking down the hall yeah but it was it's still in my head it was still cancer yeah but you know doing a little bit of research they do say that they labeled it as bone marrow failure okay and it's just a little... The only kind of defense I can add to that was that, that Kauri was demanding surgery. But you can get bone marrow transplant, which... And they lost? No, um, bone marrow... You can get bone marrow transplant, but that's not... It's one of those things where I think bone marrow transplants actually erased the episode that just released. The One of the girls in the hospital has a bone marrow transplant. But, so it's not... She has a bone marrow transplant. I I believe it's one of those things where it's diagnosed early enough it has a higher survivability rate surgery is obviously risky but you're not gonna potentially die like calorie or they were making it seem yeah mm-hmm. but lou gehrig's disease i believe only happens in adults if i believe if i'm correct about that one so i it unfortunately i think it was just a a plot point like they just she was just gonna die yeah i mean we are not medical professionals no no we are not <laughs> Shit, shit's crazy and to be fair, I don't think the anime itself officially declares what no, the no, official they never thing said was. It the they never said it officially what it was. This no. is us just yeah. assuming of what we think it would be. And even the manga never talks about it either. So. Yeah, because she went from being in the hospital and just kind of being like, okay. And then all of a sudden, our main character is going to go play piano and he's gonna go play his heart out and then all of a sudden we have to trust that him playing his heart out is him saying goodbye to his best friend even though he didn't officially say goodbye to his best friend i mean it's it's strange yeah it's it was a very quick degenerative disease and that's really all we can assume degenerative is definitely Mm -hmm. a good term to say because at the same time his mom was also I mean, in in terms of our main character, it was instantaneous, but I mean, she was also suffering. Not that he knew. Did they say what the mom died of? No. We don't know exactly what mom died of, and we don't know exactly what uh, Kauri died of. Okay. We can make our assumptions, but I think that's writer's privilege, you Mm. know, like, hey, maybe I don't know any better. Fuck it, let's let... Plot points. Yeah, plot points. It's fine. (laughs) Um, Yeah, go ahead. That's okay. So... One thing I did want to bring up that we didn't talk about was during the artwork. Did you guys notice that every time you got a side view of somebody with glasses, there was a gap so you could actually see their I, eyes? I enjoyed that a lot, man. I've never, I don't think I've ever really uh, realized or seen that in a different anime. I, I know I hadn't seen it. Lance, did you notice that? So I, when, when you're watching the anime and you get a side view of their face, you actually get like a chunk of their glasses are not there so that you can see their eyes. Yeah, it was pretty tight. I like. I enjoyed that. I mean, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I know you just said this twice, and I'm still losing myself. So I don't exactly know what you're talking about. But like, I guess I could say if you're saying in the terms of when you're watching their eyes, and maybe you can see within their eyes, or you can see within their glasses, a reflection of the studio. Like, so, 
So as always when you were, so if you were looking at my face, so Lance is looking at a side view of my face, this section of the glasses would be missing so that you could see as if the person wasn't wearing glasses, but you could see the front of the glasses and then you could see where it was over the ears and nothing else. Mm -hmm. So you could still see their eyes, but so, you wouldn't just be looking at glasses. You'd be looking at their eyes instead. Yeah. Does that but make you, sense? But you would see what they're seeing? No, you wouldn't. No, you well, would just see their face. Like, you would just... All right, so I, Ricky, I gotta, I gotta Ricky's pull got to pull up, so... You can barely see it. Come on over. I mean, I, I think I know what you're talking about. Right here. You got a small little glimpse of his side view. See so how you can see yeah. the gap? So there's always, there's always, anytime you get a side view of the individual's face, I think it's always Kosei. So right now, that, we're, what episode is this? This is the final episode, actually. So we're watching, yeah, we're watching the last episode, and you get a glimpse of it, because you can see, anytime you get a full straight-on view, or even a three-quarters view, his glasses will be there, but if you're seeing a side shot of Kosei's face, a part of his, or a section of his glasses will always be missing, mm -hmm. so that you can see his eyes. It's mainly it, for the emotion effect. Emotion, and I think it's more of an aesthetic thing, because their eyes are, are kind of big. Mm -hmm. So it's just a, a better visual representation versus there you go. That's a, a chunk of glasses and not, no eyes. It, it looks better that way. Yeah. I wrote down on my notes. I just enjoy that little detail. Yeah. It's it's something stupid, small, but it's just it's well, enjoyable because you see it. You see the visualization of the emotions and all that. Yep. And, I mean, we wear glasses, so maybe we're just... Yeah, like, yeah, oh, there yeah. You go. I, you know, it's like finally, I appreciate that. But you got um, anything else? Yeah, before we get too much further, like, like I know we talked about a lot of character. But I feel like we left Watari kind of in the water. Okay. Like, wait, was that? Trying, it, were you trying to make a the, pun? The like, real friend, a yes and no. <laughs> yeah, we left. We left watery in the water. Anyway, no, but no, let's let's actually talk about watery. Like, what he's did you? What, what were your guys's? Yes. Okay. Okay. The, yeah. He's a player. He he is a player. He's he's a player that got played. He's a player that got played. Yeah. Oh, in the end, yeah, because yeah. Kari was like, she, I, she I never want actually him. never wanted him. I I played him to get close to you, but he got played. But that doesn't mean that we didn't learn that Watari was fucking playing the field. Even when he wasn't seeing her. Oh, absolutely. Why do you? Why, how, how do you think he became friend A? He was yeah. trying to cover up the fact that hey, Watery's walking some other girl home. He's a he. He's always Plan B. He's he was, Plan B, but he gave him the. Uh, he was the stand-in. Yeah, the stand-in. Like we'll give you A just so you sound a little bit better. <laughs> but we learned obviously the last episode that he was. It was obviously plan A, not friend A. Yeah. But to go back to uh Watery, he I mean he was kinda like your I don't I don't want to say your atypical jock, but he was just the like the captain of the soccer team, the the popular kid, and then all the girls wanted him and he just instead of picking on one, he was just like, I'm gonna go I'm gonna Yeah, I mean that entertain all the all the girls. I don't know I how much further you can go from there. <laughs> Uh, no, I mean the only thing you could throw on the top of that was uh, uh, our our main group of characters wanted Watari and Kari to be together, and then Watari's like, "Yeah, dude, I have like ten bitches on the side." <laughs> I think the one girl was Kikio. Keiko. Keiko. That's Keiko. what it was. Dude, you hacker show. How do you forget that? <laughs> yeah, she had. He had a girl on the side of Keiko, and like he's like, "Yeah, I'm sorry." That was supposed to be the main girl, and then it was yeah. 
Because it was supposed to be Cowrie. Cowrie was supposed to be the the side girl. Speaking of, I don't. I, you said Maine, and it threw me off for a, for a quick <laughs> cycle. Anyway, let's get to like the second half of the series, where for whatever reason they just so happen to throw in an additional fake main character. Oh, the friend. The, the friend. The friend. Yes. Subaki's friend. Subaki's yeah. friend. What was? Yeah. What was this fucking that? bitch came out of nowhere. <laughs> In the anime. She came out of nowhere. I know we were in the middle, we were in the transition of like what, uh, summer school? They were talking about summer school. Yep. This is the beginning of that. Anyway, I mean, I guess that really doesn't matter. I don't know Japanese uh, schools, but this what would be so that would I, I did I did write down this girl's name. That would be like a winter prep section because it was before their ninth grade year so they were doing all the prep stuff yeah they're they're getting before the second half of the series of the tech or the school year before the second half of the show opening oh there's like episode 12 or so they had a new opening scene Yep. And that's when you can basically assume that everybody was in their first year of high school. Um, no, so that, they were that's still... What I assumed. They were still in... you. The anime basically starts from their last year of middle school and then ends before the end of that year of middle school. Okay. So, so it's, it's all within a year? This is all within a year. Can we assume the final episode is everybody still in middle school? We, have, we officially have not touched high school? I, I I would uh, safely assume that, yeah. Okay. I you might be able to at the very end when he's reading her letter, you, you know. might be able to assume that he's now in high school. But that's you know the last couple minutes of the episode kind of thing. Right. So he might potentially be an official high schooler, an official freshman. Yes. Otherwise, hold the fuck on. We're still in middle school. Yeah, it's the the whole year at this point. Because oh yeah, they are in high school. They just showed the school. Okay. The other reason I'm saying that is because the second half of the series. Well, you could almost think of that as season two. Yeah, it's a pseudo season. It should have been a fucking season two. It bothered me so much that this wasn't an actual season two. Like, don't bring me into a sword art online. Like. Fuck you. Format. Format. Oh, I mean, that's old school shonen I should just got caught stuff. up on Sora Online, by the way. I'm glad Good. I brought that up. Good. Well, like season one? No, no, I got <laughs> caught up on everything. Oh, uh, I was going to say, like... War of the Underworld? Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. That was, that was a really good one. That's a conversation for another day as well. Absolutely. Sorry, I was just, I was just bringing season one bullshit back into the <laughs> But, it, I mean, I get it. There was no good point to end season what could have been a season one. Yeah, I, it would have been really hard to, turn, to officially turn this into two real seasons. Because if you were to officially end this in a in one season i don't think they would have had a reason to continue a season two like what would have grabbed you it, it would so you would have had to do one of two things make some weird end for season one to give you a season two mm-hmm. or you would have had to make something that wasn't in the manga to end season one to start season two yeah and they didn't want to do that they decided they wanted to make it just a 22 episode one season show that i'm perfectly fine with yeah, that or funny. when they introduced the rivals in like episode like what fucking seven yes. when they introduced emmy and 
Takashi. Yeah, and that would have been weird as well. So I think... That would have been a very weird end. Yes, that would have been a very weird end to season one. So I think the the format that they chose was good. I liked Mm -hmm. it. It was fine. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, they could, I'm, it's it's very weird because on an anime standpoint, I feel that they could have cut out so much. But at the same time, I know this is a audio-based, uh, musical, lovely... I mean, I don't want to cut out any of the audio, but at the same time, I, I don't know. There was, there was a lot of character development. There was a lot of development into everything. So I, I get it. It was just... I can understand that the hard part for these developers was to turn how do you turn classical music into modern talk so that everything merges together so that you can turn a five minute song into a 23 minute episode yeah and I, th- I think they did a good job because they allowed for the song to be played or at least parts of the song to be played and didn't make it a whole episode mm-hmm. of just the song play yeah because yeah, that probably would have been boring if that's what they there's like hey watch this anime but all you're doing is playing the song it's like eh, i think i'll pass 100 <laughs> percent agree i think i think like i said it was laid out nice yeah then no more no less yep done mm. You guys got anything more to add for the anime? Um, I did have one thing that I wanted to bring up. When it came to when Kauri found that lost girl, so when they went shopping that one time, did you guys notice the um, like just the character drawing of those two individuals? Mm-mm. So obviously, as you guys know, I'm in a, in a bunch of anime groups. Yeah. And yes, we know. Can that. you give a so when they're real quick before you says what episode ish? It's towards the end. So when he's this, when Kosei's the stand-in and Kauri and Kosei go shopping. Yeah. And know. then Kauri is helping that lost girl find her parents or find her mom. Yeah, the little, little kid. Yeah. Yep. And then, I don't know if you guys noticed, but it's the, so the, the little girl and the mom look completely different. Like, they look super basic when it comes to just the drawing. Like, they've just got, like, black eyes and just some super... Oh, I think I did pick up on that. Super yeah. generic looking people, especially Aww. compared to Kosei and Kauri. Like, so it's just kind of... cheaped out on yeah, characters that matter. Okay. Well, it reminded me of one of those one of those memes where it says spot the main character and you've got all these just in the... Like, My Hero Academia when you've got that great hall and then you've got the main or the character the main characters and all the side characters and then just the people that are never going to be in the show again and so it's like yep you're there and then oh there's the main character because they've got like red hair and everybody else has black hair just reminded me of those memes yeah okay i I remember (laughs) the opposite with uh yugi with yugioh yugioh yugi everybody had like flat laying like bowl cut hair and Yugi with spiky colorful <laughs> hair and then the concept was spot the main character and then Yugi was the one that was sitting in the middle of everywhere yeah, yeah, it's just yeah that was the concept. Same, same concept just hilarious I find it now that I, I've seen those memes I notice those things more often oh yeah <laughs> yeah and the 
else, Lance? I do have another concept to think about. Um, you guys remember in like episode in the beginning of the episodes, Kosei was translating pop music. To, he was transcribing music. Yep. He was turning pop music into uh, musical lyrics for the piano. Let's just remember that this is a fucking middle schooler taking this on as a actual job so that he can translate real pop music into musical lyrics that someone else can play and none of that went anywhere after the first couple episodes by the way just just so so anybody knows it was he was transcribing the music into i want to say the proper term is scores yeah so that you could play it on the piano yeah and it was his way of still being in the piano world yeah. without being in the competitions. That's all that's all they were going That's all with. that was. And that's totally fine. Yeah. But let's remember this is a fucking middle schooler. Yeah. He's, He's like fourteen at this time. Yeah. He can sit there and meditate, listen to a pop song and be like Different Okay. Culture, man. Yeah, this is B sharp and this is B minor. Anyway, He's, he he's he a can prodigy. transcribe it. He can write it down. Yeah. He's a prodigy, and he's from Japan. <laughs> he's a prodigy. Look at a fourteen-year-old in Japan to a fourteen-year-old here in the United States. Oh yeah, everyone's already a million <laughs> times better. Congratulations, <laughs> Japan. You're better <laughs> than America. Anime. Logic. In terms of uh, art, the art department. We'll, we'll just go with anime logic. Anime logic. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. He's a he's a prodigy and anime logic. That's all I can chalk that up as. Yeah, he could. He was able to decipher random ass pop into realistic sound pianist stuff that anybody could play, and that that was his job. Was literally just to turn into a sound that people can play. Yeah, it's crazy to think of being being that good at piano that he can do that. Kudos, (laughs) I'm not musically inclined as well. (laughs) I'm just like you, Matt. I'm good. No. Alright, well, you guys want to take a quick break, eat some pizza, and then Matt's among them. I agree. Hey, this is Tyler, one of the hosts of Cast. On our show, we talk about Power Rangers and other multi-unit spandex heroes. We've got news, reviews, interviews. We talk about the comics, the games, the toys, and all things more phenomenal. Find us at Apple Podcasts or Spotify, or check us out at rangercast.net. May the power protect you. Right, so at this moment, let's uh, let's just jump into uh, some mass manga mo- moments. Nani? All right, so everybody knows this manga was 44 chapters long. So just kind of put it in perspective. There was 22 episodes and there's 44. That's pretty short compared to the other ones that we've heard. Yeah, a lot of them are 60 to 80 chapters per season. And this is technically, well, one season is technically 12. One and a half. average. One and a half episode or one and a half seasons for the normal average okay and because it's not your normal weekly shonen 
this this wasn't on your shonen jump like weekly shonen jumps it's not the 14 to 28 pages most of them were from 40 to i think one was like 76 pages every, every single chapter was 40 plus pages Never mind. Whoa. Scratch yeah. that shortness. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, if, if we're going to be talking about a lot of musical talent, if you're going to be talking about reading, you're not going to be doing a lot of No, it, it wasn't. Reading. It wasn't a lot of, there wasn't a lot, a lot of reading, but like the conversations, the moments, almost everything you see in the anime was drawn out in the manga. Almost everything. Right. So you because, gotta... because I don't. I mean, I guess at the same time for the manga, they always did flashbacks to the audience. It's like, oh my god, these are the best kids in the whole entire area. I can't believe they're playing this good. And yeah, they did that pretty much every single recital for every. So one of them, there, there was one kid. One visual representation. It was the one where we had talked about other or earlier the goodbye episode so one thing you see in the manga is that you see all the individuals that are really feeling that can understand kosei's emotions you see them kind of lit up and then everybody else is darker who doesn't quite emotionally connect to the song so you can kind of see a visual representation of all the individuals in the audience emotionally connecting to to kosei's song so that's one one way that it's different in the anime perspective is that one they're just kind of like oh i can like i can see these colors or other they're saying other various things right that's what i was gonna say was is that one like he eventually says that kosei eventually starts to see color because he starts to start feeling feelings mm, i don't i don't think so it's the one where Starts to feel feelings is probably what I should say, but yeah. Yeah, it's like he's like you can see the sadness of him saying goodbye to his mom or something something along oh, those lines. Like in those kinds of concepts. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can feel the emotion that he's having in the through the piano. I mean even through anime you can you can feel that one. Once yeah. you see the visualization of it. Yeah, so it's it was a a good concept that you could see like you know which individual persons were the ones that were connecting to the to the song. Yeah. So that was just one difference and but just they a lot of things that you saw in the anime you saw visually in the manga as well which was different a lot of times especially especially like fight scenes you're not really seeing too much you get drawn in more when it comes to the music just because obviously you see what the song that they're playing but you you can't hear in the manga so that's one way what's well, a big one is it you get more drawn into the music in the animated in the manga but just the emotions you you still see one there there really isn't too many differences when it comes to the manga and the anime they followed it pretty clear they they followed it almost precisely okay one thing that they did do in the anime that they didn't do in the manga is you never find out that Kauri is sick until you see her in the hospital. When they go to the hospital to see Kauri is the first time that you find out that Kauri's sick. So that's what halfway through. What about the pills? You don't see that in the in the manga. We have zero. You have zero visual representation of her being sick. Like, because in the 
manga, I'm sorry, in the anime, the the pills are pretty pretty damn early. I'm like after like four or five. Yeah, yeah. You maybe see even six. Like it's pretty early. You see those in the in the anime, but you do not see them in the manga. Like there's nothing, no no indications of Kaori being sick in the manga until after she is in the hospital. Okay. Did that change? Uh, I don't even know how to word it. Like how you felt about the anime, or how how you felt about the manga and the anime, I guess. Like not. Knowing so her sickness. I read up to her sickness before I started re or watching the anime. So it really didn't change anything because I already knew that she was sick. So I was like, oh, okay. So that that's how they introduced her sickness to the audience in the anime. Like it was just something that I was like, oh, okay. I understand what those pills are for uh-huh. because she's sick. Um, not just she's taking these because she's got like some infection or something like that. Well, it's because she's a teenager and likes to party. Yeah, so, something <laughs> along those. I mean, it could have been. So I knew what they were trying to represent by showing those pills. Dude, that could have been a crazier output if because we knew that Kauri was such a full spirited person, and then what if? They made the audience think that she was such a hardcore partier. Like, maybe she was taking these pills to, you know, party on. Well, that's just changing the whole story. That's what I'm saying. Like, like... I mean, we don't necessarily have to see her, like, raving out, but we can get the assumption that she's taking these pills to rave out. I think... And then we would would slowly find out that she is the... She is slowly degenerating, and we can see that she's doing this so that she can live her life to the fullest potential. Like, that could take one extreme, like, it could take one extreme to the other extreme. You're like, you can understand why she wants to do what she's doing. I mean, that's just one concept i mean i get it 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 would be um i could see somebody doing that but i feel like it would kind of change the emotions when it comes to oh yeah just the whole story just because you go from dark to dark instead of going from lighthearted to dark so i mean i I guess i was thinking like rave like a rave party (laughs) yeah i know but still doing a yeah doing a bunch of drugs is still a dark theme (laughs) i mean it's still sad to begin with but yeah yeah and then another thing that's different is in the anime you see kaori's phone just chilling like you you see that she's not in a room or she's not answering her phones again you don't you don't see that you literally go from her supposed to being there to him playing by himself instead of with her to her being in the hospital so when um, Subaki goes and runs to Kosei and then says that she's in the hospital, that that's the in the manga she doesn't even like she just comes running and then you see him running away. There's no like it's she says that it's uh, Kaori and then so even then you still don't know that she's in the hospital. Okay. And then you see that they're at a hospital and you're like, oh fuck, what, um, what just happened? The I. This confusing hospital scene brings me to question, is this scene that you're talking about is when they want to officially set up their first duet? No, it's, um, so this is after Kosei is supposed to accompany Kaori. She doesn't show. Yeah. He plays the event. By himself. 
by themselves. Yes, that's what I'm getting at. Yes, that's exactly what I'm getting at. Is it because this was That's the event with the bratty kid. This is yes. this is yep. somewhere between episode eight, nine, ten ish. Give or take, yeah. Give or take somewhere around there. Um we find out that Kauri eventually is the one that she she collapsed. Yep. She has she didn't mean to miss this recital. Yep. But Kosei, for whatever reason, feels like he needs to continue this duet by himself. Basically, it's for her honor because he, because that kid is like, ah, oh, she's just some violinist that needs to show off and doesn't play to right. the score. Yeah. But this is also the same exact scene that is super important because this is this is the scene that Kosei decides that he need because this oh. This was Love or Sorrow. This was the episode yeah. for Love or Sorrow. Yeah. yeah. So this was when he decided that whatever uh, BS that he held towards his mom, that he decided to let go. Like, like he wanted to play. He was obviously playing for Kauri, but at the same time, he was also playing for his mom. That like, was the start of it, yeah. Because he realized that, I mean, I mean, I guess I don't exactly remember how it all worked out, but from what my notes say was he realized that this was his official personal goodbye. This was how uh, Kosei was going to say goodbye to his mom because... Yeah. His, uh, his babysitter said that. Like, she, she was pushing him to Hiori, play. yeah. She was pushing him to play because she she wanted him to say goodbye. She wanted him to... Because that was his mom's song. That was his lullaby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Kose was sleeping underneath the piano while mom yeah. would play this specific song, and now it just so happens that he's the one that has to play it, and he plays it to his full extent. You know, so it was, it was just a cute song, and that's all that needs to be said about that. Like, yeah, but just so you go from the event to Kose playing piano in the piano room to the hospital, and you see the bandages. So you. The first time you see that Cowrie is sick or and or in the hospital is that instance. So up up till then you you have no idea what's going on with her. Oh. So they kind of bring it up, but there's a, a subtle change when Emmy is talking to her parents about how she's wanting to play the piano. The reason why it's significant is the fact that she and she and herself, Emmy, is basically another prodigy where she can do anything she wants to do and she's instantly good at it and the reason why it's symbolic that she's going on the jungle gym and screaming to the world that that's what she want to do is because up till that point it's always been well i want to do this well i want to do this i want to do this and i want to do this and then but she's never actually said that this is the thing i'm going to do and at that point when she's on the jungle gym and screams is the first time that she's actually declared that that's something she wants to do. Declaring it to the goddamn universe. Yep. To be a pianist. Um, and that... um, I am going to be a goddamn Pokemon master. I declare it. And you're going to turn your hat backwards and throw the Pokeball. Yes. I don't know. I think Matt has your beat. Bet. <laughs> I don't know. But, well, you've got some you got some other cards that I don't have. Well, you may Cards doesn't matter. I got I got a lot of fucking knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Pokedex. Um, yeah, I'm the Pokedex slash professor. <laughs> all right, sorry, go on. Right. And that's it. That's really all I got. Okay. So there, there was... Short, sweet, and to the point, man. 
the the I will say I like like always I enjoy the fact that when they stay true to the the manga and not branch off and do all these other things and it, it's crazy I don't think I've had we've had a an anime that's been this true to the manga okay so the first episode is literally the first two chapters like the titles all correlate with the titles of chapters so that's also something that's kind of crazy is that how well they correlate with each other it kind of makes sense because you can just tell that it it followed along well with whatever it was created from which in this case was the manga yeah the story flew or excuse me the story flow was was yeah. very well like yeah. you you could tell that they if this was a book it would make sense on how how the story went yeah yeah that's that's all i got for the manga mentions do you guys I have a uh, one quick curveball to throw into this. Ooh. Um. Speaking of baseball things. I mean, it's it's kind of relative. Is it Subaki? Is that is that close. what? Close. Okay. It was Subaki's friend. Okay. It was when about episode twelve ish when the opening scene turned and we got introduced to a brand new friend to the group. But this friend was only Subaki's friend. And yep. this friend was trying to get Tsubaki to realize her love for our main character. And in the beginning, I mean, the first, what, five, six episodes or so, we're like, who the fuck is this character? She never gave her name. I mean, in the English dub, at least, they never gave her name. It, it took until, like, episode, like, what? I think I wrote up what 18 7 i don't know i wrote a, i wrote a note where they finally gave her name okay now and nao now kashiwagi yes kashiwagi that's what i wrote i i wrote down kashiwagi is a random girl she helps subaki to woman up and be real to Ko- kose <laughs> 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 that's my notes. Um, <clears throat> that's a pretty good note. Um, I mean, that's her whole plot. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's she's she's just there to help out. Okay, so what's your, what's your uh, question about her? Well, I guess there wasn't really a question. Like <laughs> <laughs> this this chick came out of she literally came out of nowhere in what should have been a season two, and then she she turned she, out to be Subaki's like lesbian friend. It's like. <laughs> I wouldn't. I you wouldn't don't go want that. me. You want this dude. I definitely wouldn't have said that. But all right, you're right. Uh, uh, I will say it's the it was the individual that helped bring the tie the story together. As far as the reason why you've got uh, Subaki around, because if her friend wasn't there, then essentially Subaki would have always been the person that's like, well, I just think of him as a brother, and that's what have that's what have all it would have been versus helping creates almost i don't want to say a love triangle because it's not really a love triangle but help drive the fact that he he as in kosei actually means something more to her yeah just kind of helps drive the the she that kosei actually means something and worth something in a romantic way yes yeah yep so she's not useless they just make her as a a way of instead of self epiphany it's a outward epiphany she was a slow growing character the best (laughs) i can say she started out of nowhere and then she's like hey give me five episodes and i'll give you super saiyan (laughs) (laughs) 
And then, boom. And then... I don't mean anything, but I'll help you out. And then they give me another five episodes for the planets to actually blow up. Yeah. Speaking of planets blowing up, Lance, how's the uh, Dragon Ball Z saga going? Yeah, where you at, man? Okay. Uh, <clears throat> well, well, let's start this by saying we are officially done with talking about... Uh, oh, you all tapped out? You all tapped out, man? I am. That's all I have to say. Besides um, the fact that I did enjoy this, and it, I will venture down that road. Yes. Yeah, so. and I and I can say that I can totally appreciate every musical aspect of everything that goes along this. So, to go with your Dragon Ball Z saga, how's, how's that coming along? Right, so I've been watching quite a bit of Dragon Ball Z, and at this point in time... I am at about the 150 so you're episode in range. Android Saga now? I am in the Android Saga. So the last episode, I'm a, let me just start off by saying the very last episode that I watched. So Cell, he's at his first stage. I yep. know I know who he turns into. He has not absorbed any of the androids quite yet. But Piccolo had just finished battling Android 17. Okay. The brother, the 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 boy, the, yep, the, the male, the yep. male version of the black android. hair and the yeah. jacket. Yep. Handkerchief. The yep. <laughs> yeah, the Hie version of just to throw you huck show into this. Anyway. Piccolo's fighting Android 17. They're pretty much on par because we know at this point that Piccolo had absorbed uh, the Kami, the other Namekian on Earth. So he is technically more superior than a Super Saiyan. They did make mention of that, that he is on par, if not better than a Super Saiyan. And yeah. Vegeta was super pissed off about it and he fucked off because he's a fucking whatever. Yeah. Anyway, at the current moment in time, Goku woke up from his... Um, illness. It was his illness, his heart his condition. Illness. Yeah, because he fainted after fighting Android 19, the white android that was absorbing attacks. Because 19 and 20, 19 was that fat one yep. that can absorb attacks, and 20 was actually Jero. Yep. yep. So it was kind of a fake. They were, they were like technically better than 17 and 20 only because they can absorb whatever. They had their own flaws. Yep. Um, Mid-battle, Goku got his heart attack deal going that uh, Trunks predicted. So he was out of the out of the battle for quite a while. And for whatever reason, they knew about this fucking disease for three what was it? Three years and like, hey, you're gonna get this heart disease a week before. Yeah. You're going to get this heart disease. And Trunks gave him so the serum to survive it. And there's like when push came to shove, all of a sudden he's suffering. So he, he does say you have to be having the disease before you can take the medicine. That's That may so, be true. So that's yes. obviously if I can know by what number you're at, at what saga you're in. I, I've watched it a few times yeah, at I'm, least. I'm at like episode 150. That was probably episode like two or three at that moment. I'm kidding. because it takes forever to get through this fucking series anyway no you're probably right because trunks did give him the series the serum yep and he told him to take it when you need to take it yep and they were talking about how the the timeline isn't exactly how it's supposed to go they never really touched on that the timeline split they they will talk they will or do talk about it because he hypothesizes the fact that he goes back in time 
and that creates a split into the essentially creates an alternate dimension right i mean where i am currently because that's what's assumed because have you found the time capsule the time machine yet yeah, have you found that one yet? Has Trunks found? Yeah, where where Cell stole it, came back. Yeah, yeah, Cell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's around so, that time where he talks about how him going into the past must have veered, essentially changed his yeah. future. Him yeah, going, him going, yeah, him going to the past changed the future because he already came to the past. Yeah, I mean it's it's our it's time loop in itself. There you go. Um, is that the only thing you're watching right now? Is it Dragon Ball? No, I mean, let, let me let me catch up real quick, just to catch up where where I am in Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball, um, at the at my current moment, Cell has not transformed into his second form. He is just about to absorb the androids. Yeah, Piccolo is defending Seventeen because because Piccolo knows that if. He absorbs any of the androids. He's gonna evolve. So yep. they're fighting at the at the current moment. That's where I am. Yep. And that's that. As for other anime, aside of the fact that I am trying to catch up on all of my Marvel stuff, so that I am up to date with uh, Moon Knight. Yeah, it's uh, Moon Knight's coming. Up. Yeah, Moon Knight's coming. I'm catching up with what I should be up to date with Moon Knight. I had just started that. I need to start before. Moon Knight. Okay. So Do I've been you. watching. I've been watching all the series. Loki. I thought Loki was great. Yep. Despite what the internet says, I thought WandaVision was great. Uh, apparently, all of the internet says WandaVision's great. Yeah. Um, um, trying to think. Have you watched uh, what is it? Falcon and the Winter Soldier. This one I'm currently on. As of today, listeners, uh, Moon Knight comes out in like a week or two. So I'm not quite there, but I will be there by the time <laughs> you hear this. So yes, I am on that one. And episode one of Falcon Winter Soldier, they're doing a lot of gliding through canyons and stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty creative and it's fun. Yeah, I, I liked it. Yeah. I haven't watched any of that. That was like the only one I watched. I don't really use my Disney Plus account. Oh, I, I do, but it's mainly for my child. Because <laughs> <laughs> she watches a lot of things. And plus they have like so many Spider-Man things on Disney. Oh, I 100%. Dude, there's so much Spider-Man. <laughs> there's there's you all need to catch up on that. There's all of the OG Spider-Man. Matt, what are you watching right now? Sorry. Yeah, oh man, I'm watching, watching a bunch. Um Offeretta yes. season two. I'm yes. watching that dubbed or subbed, excuse me. There you go. Watching it subbed. Jobless reincarnation because that got announced as the anime of the year. Yep. So yeah, I was like, man, I wanna okay, so I wanna try this. If the world thinks it's good. Let's see if I think it's good. Not that I'm trying to say I'm smarter than the world, but <laughs> if a lot of people think it's good, I want to I want to see why it's good kind of thing. Yeah. And then Sword Art Online, I'm watching it dubbed the uh, War of the Underworld because I watched that subbed when it came out. Oh man, a couple of years ago, I think is what it was. Oh my god. Yeah, it came out subbed a while ago and it took forever to come out dubbed. Wow, no idea. I had no idea that was even a thing. And then, of course, I'm reading everything. Like, I'm... Oh, man, there was a bunch of stuff that came out. So, Glitner, I'm caught up on that. Um, trying to catch up on Goblin Slayer. Um, still caught up with Jujutsu. 
We're talking manga Mangas, at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, My Hero Academia. I'm caught up with that. Gets intense. That gets super intense. <laughs> um, trying to think of what else. I'm trying to read like yeah. six different things at yeah, once. You're doing it's, a lot. Holy it, shit. It's crazy to. I forgot to mention. I know you guys. Oddly enough, neither have you two even started Attack on Titan. No. So I have. But I. But I'm almost caught up. I've watched, okay, like, this is uh, the end of, this is the end of March, and not every episode in season four is in English. Yep. I, I've started watching in Japanese, because I've you got, like, what, six episodes left in my point in time? Something like that. Until the official end. So, I'm, I'm not far off from finishing the series itself. So, I will say, I have watched the first season three times, and I can't get into it. For real? Yeah. The first season itself was like 20 episodes you've, you've i've seen... watched like the first five ish episodes and i just i i think i need to just watch it probably write it out you, i think and you might have missed I... that's what sucks because i know i know there's plenty of people that's give the uh i'll give it three episodes and if it's not good enough i fucking quit yep uh attack on titan is and... dramatically huge for a reason i I understand. That's and all I can say. It was kind of like Death Note. I watched like almost all of Death Note, and I just like I didn't care to watch the ending. And everybody <laughs> says the ending's amazing. I'm like, no, I couldn't get into the show to begin with, and I almost watched the whole thing. No, nope. it's, it's kind of like Naruto. I'm pretty sure I watched almost the entire season. I'm just like, yep, it's a show. Yeah, 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 I can't get into that one either. No, um, as far as Death Note goes, watch season one and just accept what it is. Yep. Start. You can start watching season two and just expect to be let down. That's all it is. But that was so. All those shows came out in the time period in which I wasn't watching a bunch of anime. I was watching a lot of other shows, so yeah. it was kind of probably just in that time period where everything started mixing. Yeah, and yeah. it just didn't couldn't get into it. So I I know I need to give Attack on Titan another try because. It seems super interesting. I just can't get it. Yeah, well, here's the deal. It's done. So yeah. by the time you catch up with 80 episodes, you'll be caught up. So yep. that's the best I can say. Mm-hmm. Well, you, Ricky, you watching anything? I just finished SAO. Nice. Oh, S- yeah, SAO. SOA, I think of Sons of Anarchy. Sword Art <laughs> Online. SAO, yep. And then... Um, then I started rewatching Demon Slayer, the Entertainment District art, so but dubbed. Season two dubbed, nice. Yeah. At this point in time, is it English already, or is it? Yeah, it's it's some of them are English. It's what about half? Some of that, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. quick. So I started watching that, and that's basically I, all I'm on right now. I know all three of us watched it in Japanese. Yeah, as uh, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I kind of like spoiled myself, man. Like, so I'm oh, watching oh, it dubbed now. Don't, don't get too far. We're we're gonna talk. No, about no, no. This. I'm not talking about spoilers. We're talking about the. Like the language, yeah. So I'm watching it dumb now, but I watched the whole thing sub, yeah. So, like, I'm just used to like how their voices should sound, yeah. yeah. So now I'm watching it dubbed, and it's just throwing me off a little bit. <laughs> That's funny because okay. I was the opposite. Because I don't know, I'm pretty sure Matt was on my page. We started this in Japanese, I watched the entire first season on my first run, Matt. He watched it before I did. So, yeah, he watched... Both well, of us watched the entire first season in Japanese. I watched it dub on Cartoon Network. So, I had cable. So, I just watched it off of Cartoon Network. That's how I watched it, which is how I watched all of Dragon Ball Super. So, you Dragon saw English Super. your first time? Yeah. Oh, then I might have seen this before you even did. No, because... 
Cartoon Network had it dubbed pretty much when the re- when the sub was released in twenty. Huh. Oh man, twenty probably twenty seventeen is when I, I would watched say it. Eighteen or nineteen. Yeah, I watched it in twenty seventeen. Oh god, I'm or might have been dates at this point. Might have been twenty eighteen. I know I was out of the army, so. <laughs> Yeah, I think it was 18, but even still. Yeah. No, I was saying, it just threw me out because I was so used to, like, the Japanese voices and how they should sound. Yep. And then now I'm watching the dub, and it's still the same effect, it's just different. A little bit different. Yep. That's Which, what I'm watching right now. Of course, will be a conversation for another day. Exactly. I can't yeah. wait to talk about because I just, I just want to know. I just want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> we need to stay up for another episode. Today's episode is about Your Lie in April. Which is just a basic slice of life show, so nothing crazy. Yep. Nope, nothing crazy at all. But we can get back into some action here and there. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay, because we're going to cover all sorts of anime, as Got- long as we stay surviving. Gotta throw a curveball in for you guys every so often. Yeah. Speaking of curveballs, uh, I think it's a good time now to announce my little announcement for yeah. the listeners. Yes, um, let's... let's- Let's do the uh, the sad announcement. <laughs> Don't think of it as a sad announcement. Um, I'm going to be taking some time to step away from the podcasting for the moment. Focus on the family and some other stuff I got to do. Eventually, I will be back and we can just get it going again. But for the meantime, I'll be stepping away. Okay. Well, it's it'll be weird for those few conversations or handful of conversations, whatever it is, without you. But it, no, you'll be back. So Yeah, once I come back, you know, I'll share my exciting news and share it with the world. But for now... Maybe we'll see. We'll we'll see how we'll see how your your family plans and stuff go. We'll we'll try to get you sprinkled in as as much as you have time for. Absolutely. So uh yeah, so we'll come down to a two man show for a little bit until I'm able to come back. Yeah, all right. and that's all right. We podcast every other weekend, so it might be uh, quicker than our viewers might realize. But we will see how time plays. Yeah, yeah definitely. Otherwise, we'll just replace you with some super awesome ass. <laughs> we'll see. No, we'll see kidding. what we'll see what happens in the near future. But at the moment, just gonna step away. Appreciate you guys being understanding. Of course, of course. And uh, yeah, we'll see where it goes. Other than that, are we all wrapped up with this podcast? Now that we've given episode? given the sad news, we can. <laughs> not sad news. It's not a goodbye. It's just <laughs> see you a little bit later. A temporary fuck you slash wait. <laughs> Just kidding. All right, all right, carry on. All right, so that's everything you guys got. Uh, all tapped out. Uh, that was Your Lie in April, season one, aired in 2014. Make sure you guys like, share, comment, review, especially on Spotify. Make sure you guys rate us, get our names out there, get our ratings up. But like, share, comment, review. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram. All right, we're out. Yeah.